Hey, this is Legend. I'm Sam. I'm Amy. And we are a podcast about cryptids, urban legends, and the paranormal. Welcome back. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What are your plans for the new year? I don't know. I'm just going to kind of roll with it. I always like make these plans like I'm going to go camping five times or go hiking 15 and it never works. So maybe if I don't make the goals, then I'll actually get to do things. Maybe I made a goal last year to write more of my book and I successfully managed it because I practically finished. So my goal this year, I'm also going to put around my book and that is to actually have a finished edited copy and to look for a possibly have a publisher by the end of the year yeah we'll see yeah just right now i'm just gonna go for finish look and then (laughs) we'll see if we can tie in publisher publisher might have to be next new year (laughs) we'll see We'll see how it goes, but you could always also add on to that, that you are starting the second one in the series in the meantime. That is true. Yeah. At least like the brainstorming bits and all that stuff. Yep. 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 Yeah. So we have podcast plans as well. Yes, we do. We do plan on doing another year. My brain stopped working. Another year of podcasting? Yep, we're going to do another year, hopefully. Hopefully. If if everything goes well. We do have, like, bigger plans for, like, we plan on having a Bigfoot month. We haven't picked exactly which month yet, but we're going to focus on all, okay, not all, Many different Bigfoot legends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talk about at least four of them because <laughs> it'll be four episodes probably. And then we also were going to try to bring my sister in for maybe a month of mythology. Like she's really into Norse mythology and Greek mythology and like all the cool gods and goddesses and all that. So we were going to see if she wanted to join us to tell us about some of her favorite people in mythology, you know, big time legends. And then, you know, we're just going to keep talking about random shit. (laughs) That is what we do. Is there any story that you have planned for the next year that you're looking forward to? A few of them. <laughs> no spoilers. No spoilers. But mm. I'm really excited. I guess there's one in particular that I'm very excited about. Oh. There is one in particular that I'm really excited about. Fresno Nightcrawlers. Oh, you're not you're not holding any punches. No. We are going to talk about them. It is gonna be my story. And I love them because they're just big white pants. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I'm excited to hear about it because I really don't know anything about them. I just know what they look like. I only know a little bit about them, but they're just so freaking adorable. And they are. I just love them. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Yeah. So you ready to talk about our very first story in the new year? I'm ready. Let's see what you brought. All right. So in my last episode of 2022, way back when, we discussed briefly how you are a cat lady. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you are right. You have two dogs, but the entire time you were in New York, you were telling me how you missed your cats. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the dogs too. I just <laughs> missed my cats a little more Uh uh-huh you also obviously hate puppy breath which i thought was an impossible thing for someone to hate i i really don't like that smell (laughs) that is very true so this episode is for you thank you we're gonna talk about british big cats have you ever heard of the british big cats no i mean i've heard of big cats are they the same? I mean, they're big cats in Britain. <laughs> Strange. No, I, I haven't specifically heard of British big cats. Okay. Can you say British big cats five times fast? British big cats, British big cats, British big cats, British big cats, British big cats. So much better than me. <laughs> Every time I was reading it, I was like, British big cats, British big cats, British big cats. So sorry if I turned to mush while I'm reading it later on. So first and foremost, the whole UK, Great Britain, England, Ireland thing is confusing as hell to me. Do you understand it? Okay. No. Okay, good, good. For any of our listeners like us, I am going to try to explain what I learned from projectbritain.com. Great Britain includes Scotland, England, and Wales. The United Kingdom includes Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Then the British Isles is the UK plus the Republic of Ireland. So it's like little circle bigger circle bigger circle i will have an image that i will post in case anyone needs a visual because i did yeah so are these countries then no or these so the countries are are scotland england wales yes yes. the republic of ireland and northern ireland ireland but they are just the way they talk about i don't know I don't know. I just wanted to know. Yeah. Let's call them regions. Alrighty. Yeah. But I also realized that I did not know Ireland was split into two. Or if I did, I didn't really pay attention. I actually did know that. But only recently, actually. From a... true crime podcast i was listening to i was like i had no idea and there i don't know if there still is but there was quite a bit of animosity between the two of them like north and south korea kind of i don't know if there still is 
and obviously I've I don't know jack shit about it so I'm not gonna <laughs> keep digging yeah. myself a hole but definitely don't live there so no I don't know but I I do know now that there's two different ones mm-hmm. so now that we got our geography lesson out of the way let's get to the cats I'm down for that <laughs> there is only one confirmed big cat big cat in quotations in Britain the European wild cat now I would not put big in the description for this cat (laughs) (laughs) it is about the same size as a house cat they're around two feet long with tails around a foot and they weigh between six and 18 pounds pretty sure honey weighs more (laughs) (laughs) They do appear to be a bit stockier than most house cats, and their tails are quite thick and bushy, with black banding and a little black dip at the end. Hmm. They are scattered throughout Europe, Russia, and a little into Central Asia. They used to live throughout Britain, but forest clearing and hunting brought the populations down. Now, they are only found in parts of Scotland. That's horrible. Yeah, it's sad. Poor guys. If you go to try to find one, you need to be searching at night. They're mostly active just before dawn and right at sundown. They are very good at avoiding humans. As of 1988, my birth year, they (laughs) are a protected species. Even their dens are protected. These cats are capable of breeding with domestic and feral cats. This is actually one of the main threats to the species because it can lead to a loss of specific adaptations and Mm -hmm. genetic variations. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. So if Britain does have a supposed big cat, why is the existence of British big cats such a hotly discussed topic? I don't know. Tell me. Tell me, girl. Because there are bigger cats. Uh Uh-oh. Bigger cats. Like a tiger? Such as pumas. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Lynx, bobcats, and panthers. By the way, the term panther is a generalization for all solid-colored big black cats, such as black pumas, black leopards, and black jaguars. Nice. Also, in case you didn't know, cougars, mountain lions, and pumas are all the same thing. They just have been given different names by different groups of people. I thought so. Mm-hmm. So, when we were talking about that yesterday, was it? Day before? This week. Yeah, sometime. <laughs> I, and you said that, I was like, what is the difference between those? Yeah. But I was like, I don't think there is a difference between them. Nope. Anyways. Pumas. Mountain lions, cougars, all the same. Just different ways of saying it. Interesting. I prefer mountain lions. I don't know why. That's just how I've always well to them. The term cougar's kind of been ruined for me. And yeah, I mean, puma, I honestly thought was a different thing altogether. Mm, I think of shoes for pumas. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And definitely the uh, cougars are older ladies mm-hmm. seeking younger partners <laughs> which is perfectly fine it's just oh, yeah. i don't do think you. of cats no <laughs> <laughs> 
The British big cats are still thought of as cryptids because there isn't proof. For those of you that can't see me, there are heavy quotations on proof. (laughs) So into some sightings. In 1903, the body of a Canadian lynx was donated to Bristol Museum by someone that shot and killed it for attacking two of their dogs in Devon. Oh, no. In 1980, we have the famous case of Felicity, a Scottish farmer trapped a mountain lion in I did not look up how to say these words this time. Sorry. That was a one-time deal, probably. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Canonic? Canonic? I don't know. You know, the Scottish, they say things so, so different. He gave her to a wildlife park where she was given the name Felicity and lived for five years. She was then stuffed and displayed at Ivernus Museum. I have a problem with that story because nowhere did it say that she like died of natural causes. I was just going to ask. I was like, whoa, wait a second. They just stopped it. It just says that she lived at a wildlife park for five years and then was stuffed. But it doesn't say like she died or they killed her or something. So I'm just going to. She died of natural causes. Yes. uh, Hopefully she did. Yes. She did. In my head, she did. In 1983, Eric Lay reported a mystery predator that killed over 100 sheep in Exmoor. It got the attention of the Royal Marines, and they were deployed to hunt for the creature, but were unsuccessful. One thing, sorry to interrupt, but does at least one person say it's the chupacabra? No, it's... Referred to as the Beast of Exmoor. Ah, interesting. No. In 1989, a jungle cat was found dead on the side of the road in Shropshire. (laughs) Jungle cats are slightly bigger than the European wildcat and found from Africa all the way to Southeast Asia. It is believed Mm -hmm. this guy had mated with house cats in the area because gray cats were found with the jungle cat markings. Interesting. So how did it get there? Someone probably had it as an exotic pet, I bet. We'll talk about how these animals might have appeared later. (laughs) Oh, okay. In 1993, Stuart Skinner was having problems with an animal attacking his chickens. He thought it was a fox, so he went out to shoot it. Of course he did. (laughs) He says it was actually a leopard. He didn't report it for several months because he thought it was a protected species. Weirdly, that makes it believable to me. Yeah. Because he's like, I didn't know leopards don't exist here. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to, it's probably protected. I'm going to leave it alone. Maybe. Or maybe he just heard someone else's story and was like, Oh, I totally shot a leopard. I just didn't tell anyone because uh didn't want to get in trouble. That's it. Oh, he did actually shoot it. Oh, yeah. Is what he was no, saying. No, no, he shot it. Oh, he shot I it thought he was saying it, he left it, it alone. No, he shot it, but he didn't report it because he didn't want to get in trouble because oh, he okay. thought it was a protected 
Oh, just Animal. kidding. Then just ignore everything I just said <laughs> before that. No, no, no. No, he shot it. 2005, Angler Petalham claimed to have a close encounter with the fabled Durham Puma. He said, quote, the first thing I noticed was a big long tail that was totally unmistakable. It was about two and a half feet to three feet tall. I could tell by the way it walked that it was a cat. My heart was absolutely pounding. He also claims it was black. My heart would have been pounding too. I would have been like, here, kitty. <laughs> no, that's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I know. I probably actually wouldn't either. I'd probably shit my pants, but <laughs> they're real cute from a distance. Uh, in 2009, the Forestry Commission reported that on two separate occasions while conducting deer surveys in the forest of Dean, they had spotted big cats. Ooh. July 2009, three and a half inch long paw prints with deep claw marks were found by someone walking close to the River Tees near Barnard Castle. They were attributed to the Durham Puma. However, <laughs> just using some basic knowledge I've kept in my head, cat prints don't usually have their claws showing because they are retractable. And yep. unless the cat was slipping and needed some extra grip, I would say it's more likely it was a large dog. I am not an expert. <laughs> Do they have large dogs over there? Like wolves or I they have wolves, right? No, they don't. That was no? another thing. But uh they do have like coyotes and stuff. But people do own dogs still there. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course. St. <laughs> Bernard's and Great Danes are a thing everywhere, so that is true and their footprints would be like Big. the same relatively the same size yeah yeah they're like the size of my hand so mm -hmm. december 2013 two park workers found a black panther perched in a tree on a foggy morning in epping forest unfortunately it was quickly discovered it was one of those large stuffed animals there was what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> there was a reward being offered to find out who put it there because the city of london corporation takes dumping serious and even though it was a joke it was littering okay i mean okay i get it i do yeah but i feel like it's very specific like they weren't i don't know i don't feel like they were like they didn't do it with malice or laziness. But they I don't still know. left trash. But maybe they were going to come back for it after no, a little bit. No, they weren't. Because you don't think so? Who's to say that like the people that spotted it weren't just going to take it? I mean, it they, they had a picture of it in a trash heap after they took it out of the tree. So you don't think like, oh, I'm going to leave a giant stuffed cat in a tree and someone is totally going to leave it and I'll just pick it up later. No, I didn't. I didn't think they thought like that necessarily, but maybe they would come back in a little bit to see if it had been taken and if not take it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yes, it's littering, it but also littering. it's hilarious. <laughs> October 2018 in the villages of Drongen and Kulhal. 
Good job. <laughs> that was probably awful. In Scotland, <laughs> there were reports of black panthers roaming around. Police brought in a helicopter to try to locate the cat, even brought in an animal expert to try to confirm its identity. However, the kitty was never found. Hmm. They're stealthy. Yeah. December 2018. Anne Terranova and a friend were out for a walk in Gloucestershire. They had just Worcestershire sauce. <laughs> yeah. That's well, not how you say it. People get G, mad at me. I know. <laughs> they had just climbed a hill and were looking out at the view when they saw a large animal walking along a fence line at the bottom of the hill. They described it as being a sleek, dark, sandy brown about the mm. size of a Labrador retriever with a long tail that looped upwards. When Anne got home, she did some Googling and came to the conclusion that it was a mountain lion. Mountain lions are usually, I guess it could have been a young one, right? Because mountain lions are bigger than that, aren't they? Than a lab? I mean, it depends on how big your lab is. If they were the size of Milo, yeah, they're pretty similar. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking maybe it was a young one. Yeah, they're not like tiger big. No, they're not tiger so, big. I, I do know that, but I still feel like they're much bigger than a dog. Maybe not a Great Dane. I don't know. I haven't like touched one but i've been like Either. five inches away from one in a like a little glass viewing yeah, area and i think same it, it kind of seems the same maybe a little bit bigger than milo oh i was gonna say i i saw one last year pretty up close and cannot for the life of me put a size comparison in i would probably say dog size if i had to describe it i just might say like Great Dane. No, no, no. They're not that big. What? Great, you don't think? Great Danes are like tall. The mountain lions are more long and like. True. Yeah. Yeah. Great Danes are freaking massive. <laughs> Wiener dogs. The size of Great Danes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, know, I thought you were saying they were the size of wiener dogs. I'm like, you're going in the opposite direction here. <laughs> I'd say maybe more like a, um, what is that dog that Milo got confused for all the time? Newfoundland? Yes. Minus all the freaking hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, more stories. June 2020, John Morewood was taking a walk with his son near Pease Lake. <laughs> Spell- Pease. Yeah. P-E-A-S. Lake. Oh, like peas. Yeah, like the food. In Surrey Hills, when they found a deer carcass, this is the picture I sent you. <laughs> yeah. The legs <laughs> appeared to be ripped from the body, all the flesh yeah. torn away, and just a bright red rib cage remained of the body. Mm-hmm. John said, quote, the site was enough for me to Google big cats in the area we were in. It's hard to imagine a native predator taking down a deer or even finding one dead and stripping it clean in so little time. There is a picture of the remains, 
which is what I sent Sam, but mm-hmm. to help people keep their food in their bodies, I'm not going to post it. <laughs> However, it will be with the article in our sources if you're super curious. Also, I don't think it's unplausible. Is that a word? I don't. I don't know. I don't think that it's impossible. Impossible. There you go. <laughs> I could not, for the life of me, think of oh the word. I don't think it's impossible that they could strip the meat of of it. But like a local predator that they have, they don't really have like bears or big dogs or anything. I mean, they. I think they True. have coyotes, and I don't really know what big animals they have, but coyotes, it would take a lot. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I'm just thinking, like, if there's a pack of coyotes, and, and this is definitely hypothetical or a made-up situation, the deer died natural causes, then they just sit there and chow down. Like, maybe they're starving Marvin. But if what I sent you wasn't really like a very clear picture of it, but from the looks of it, like the meat was ripped off in a hurry. Cause like this is coming from experience. Yeah. From, <laughs> from like going with my family for deer hunting and stuff, but the meat doesn't stay bright red for very long. No. So what meat was left was still bright red in that picture. So that's true. It had to be pretty fast. And the legs were totally ripped off of it. It was Bigfoot, wasn't it? I think it could have been. Okay. I'm I know they have a version over there. <laughs> <laughs> so August 2020, Dan Underwood was at a park in Cambridge. He says, quote, it was around 4 p.m. and I was sat on Coldham's Common where the park run would normally take place. I just saw it in the corner of my eye and just straight away took a video. He describes the cat as being about the size of a medium dog, light colored with dark spots and pointed ears. Dan suspects it to be a savanna cat. A savanna cat is a hybrid between a serval and a domestic cat. I would have to agree. Not exactly a big cat, but not the type of cat you would expect to see out and about, at least. No. Servals are freaking cute, and, like, they're becoming, like, a trend. Yeah. Well... People are owning them. This cat is not a serval, but it really, really looks like one. Yeah, just kind of smaller, but not too much smaller. I don't know, but it, it, it was very cute looking. April 2021, there is a video for Good Morning Britain where they were out looking at a swan or something. I don't know. They were on a boat in a pond. (laughs) (laughs) And to the left, there is a brief moment where a large black animal calmly walks amongst the trees. For me, it looked like a fluffy dog, like a poodle or something. The tail doesn't match the tail of a big cat unless it was severed mm-hmm. somehow. Interesting. Yeah. They all freaked out though? Yeah, like Or did the news people not even notice? The news it? people didn't notice. It was all the viewers. They were like, "Oh my god." Gotcha. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. 
A couple areas have a very specific legendary cat, like the Beast of Exmoor or the Surrey Puma. The Surrey Puma legend has been traced all the way back to the 1770s. Wow. Matthew Alexander wrote about it in a book called Tales of Old Surrey. In the book, he says a farmer named William Corbett saw a big gray cat the size of a, quote, middle-sized spaniel dog. Hmm. In 1955, Abinger Hammer came across a mutilated calf and saw a cat resembling a puma leaving the scene of the crime. Then Steve Ashcroft reported watching a puma chase a deer right past a school that same year. The 1960s were also a popular decade for the Surrey Puma. Over 360 reports of sightings had been made to the local police. Ooh, almost one a day for a year. Almost. Monica Edwards even made up a story for a children's book called The Wild One in 1967. Harry Fowler took a blurry video of something that had a swagger of a cat but seemed much too large to be one in 2005. What do you think it was? I don't know. It was really blurry. <laughs> a bear? They don't have No, bears. it wouldn't be a bear. I think he was meaning... I think he was meaning... I think it was meaning, like, not the... That it had the swagger of a cat, like a, a house cat, but seemed too large to be one. So oh, it, it walked okay. like a cat, like a big cat. And that's probably gotcha. what it seemed to be. Gotcha. But then we have Dan Underwood's story of the deer carcass from earlier. The Durham Puma goes back to 1992. Tons of sightings were reported. In 1995, there was a video taken of a large cat carrying a rabbit in its mouth. Large (laughs) footprints were found, and Dr. Hans Kruk was called in to examine some excrement found in the area. He determined the poo was indeed puma or leopard poo. Interesting. Sightings continued into 2000s. The same year Angler Pedlam was having his sighting, a farmer was blaming the cat for ripping heads off of his lambs. Yeah. <laughs> then the new paw print discovery in 2009, police said there had been at least 13 reported sightings between 2011 and 2014. There have been episodes of Monster Quest where they go in search for the Beast of Exmoor. And it is the headliner of a book called The Beast of Exmoor and Other Mystery Predators of Britain by Doc mm. by Die Francis. I almost said Dr. Francis. Die Francis? D I. Oh. Yep. So die. <laughs> die. I see a big cat. Oh yeah. Honey. It's behind you. She hasn't gone psycho yet. I guess I haven't talked long enough for her. she's just been prowling around eric lay was where the first real report came from in the area in 2010 Kay withrow saw a panther run across the road 
In July of 2012, Linda Napier Burroughs reported that she had just passed a field of sheep when she saw a, quote, wild cat, brown, black, with pointed black-tipped ears in the strike position. In 2018, David Gibbon was driving when he saw a large cat jump on a wall. Jump on a wall? Like up on a wall? Yep. Like perched up on it. You know, they have all those big stone walls lining Mm -hmm. countrysides and stuff. So, In 1995, the Ministry of Agriculture spent six months going through 20 years worth of eyewitness reports, images, recordings, casts of footprints, just to say there wasn't enough verifiable evidence to conclusively say there were big cats in the area. That's that's pretty interesting yeah because there's they had to go through so much yeah <laughs> evidence to make the conclusion years that there's not yeah that's a lot yeah in recent years there has been an increase of sightings in gloucestershire and somerset as well however they don't have fancy names yet Between the years of 2016 and 2019, there were over 150 sightings reported to the UK police. And that's just the ones they recorded. Who knows how many they didn't want to fill paperwork out for. Yeah, seriously. They're like, eh. Yeah. If there is so many eyewitness reports, paw prints, images, recordings, and animals found to be devoured in the same manner that is known to be attributed to big cats, then why isn't it just determined that there definitely is a big cat population in Britain? Because there's no proof. It's like circumstantial proof, right? Yeah. Andrew Kitchener wrote an article for Discover Wildlife about why photographs and videos aren't usable evidence in this case. Now, I'm not sure what makes him a voice on the topic because the article was the (laughs) only one he had written for the website and it didn't have any credentials about him. But if he is the guy I pulled up on Google, he works for the National Museum of Scotland as a principal curator of vertebrae biology. Well, there you go. Or he is an English rugby player. Doubt he's the rugby player, <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Maybe he's both. Yeah, rugby players can have a passion, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Whoever he is, he did make some valid points. He said the phone or trail cam images, they are usually blurry or unclear, mm-hmm. and our minds can fill in details it wants to see to form an image we believe is what we are being told it is. Wow, Mm -hmm. did I make that sentence confusing or what? I mean, it's a little complex. Basically, you look at a picture, someone says it's a cow, but it's actually a pig. And you're like, oh, okay, that's a cow if it's really blurry. Right? Okay. That's what I was (laughs) meaning. (laughs) Another reason is that usually there isn't any markers near the cats to give us an idea of size. Right. Yeah, it's a cat, but is it actually big? Or just a black cat strolling by. There you go. As for the hundreds of eyewitness accounts, they can't be proven. 
Lots of people exaggerate and add drama to their stories. Yes, they do. They also are awful with measuring things with their eyes. (laughs) We've determined that several times on this podcast. So what they are describing is huge. Might just be kind of medium. (laughs) (laughs) Or small. (laughs) Depends on how bad, real bad you are. As for the carcasses that have been ravaged like a cat eats, like we said earlier, a pack of wild dogs could do the same in a hurry. However, the confirmed DNA and feces samples are a bit hard to fake. So have any theories on where the cats might be coming from? Do I? Yeah. People's imaginations. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Impossible. <laughs> um, honestly, if there are confirmed, like if those samples are actual legit, then I would think it's a one-off situation. Like a escaped zoo animal or someone has an exotic pet they're not supposed to. Kind of dumb having the, that kind of exotic pet but i've seen people sleeping with crocodiles in their beds on tiktok so (laughs) what do i know (laughs) well one theory is that they somehow survived the ice age and have been hiding in small groups in the forests definitely was not my theory that is an interesting theory i don't believe that for one second no, that, I don't think I do either. That is a really long time for them to be surviving without discovery. And what? They draw straws to see who can mate that year to keep their numbers so low? Yeah. No, yeah. No. That's nope. That's not the theory for me. Mm-mm. So, how about pets being released, like you said? Mhm. Mhm. Well, a pet or two being released shouldn't cause that many sightings. And the timeline doesn't really make that much sense. But what if it was a lot of pets around the same time? I feel like that would be a stretch. Well. But. Oh. Oh, okay. Well. All righty. In 1977, many people had taken to keeping big cats as a symbol for their wealth. However, (laughs) the Dangerous Wild Animal Act was then passed. It said you couldn't keep a wild animal as a pet without a license. You had to meet special requirements for how they were being kept. And you would have to get liability insurance policies. Good. If you were not willing to meet those demands, you needed to pay a hefty rehoming fee. It was said... Many big cat owners just decided not to lose any money on the situation and release their pets into the wild. I hate humans sometimes. <laughs> I hate them. Most believers of the legend points to this theory. I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. And that's horrible, too, because like they're not native. No. The environment is not no the right environment for them oh i hate people sometimes they say that the large deer population is an abundant source of food for the cats and that there are plenty of wooded areas for them to seek cover though so they are doing okay 
if they're real. <laughs> well, I was also thinking, though, the population would, I mean, unless they died, you know, from the environment, but they would mate. Like, if they're, if they're more of the same breed, but yeah. then again, you don't know what breeds were all released. True, but did seem like most people kept mountain lions and leopards in like the smaller of the big cats like not lions and tigers and bears oh my wow yeah the the bears weren't even slightly mentioned (laughs) wow i people man Mm -hmm. there is a group called british big cat society dedicated to the legend On their website, they say, quote, the British Big Cat Society was set up to scientifically identify, quantify, catalog, and protect the big cat cats that freely roam the British countryside. They collect and investigate sightings, which you can report on their website. They have a section that talks about evidence, which is where I got a few of the stories I've shared. They even have a handy identification section that helps you to know what features to look for when you think you see a big cat. That's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. They aren't the only ones that have taken an interest in helping the legend to become fact. There is a guy named Rick Minter doing a lot of work on the topic. He worked for the government for 20 years in the wildlife management In 2005, he retired and dedicates his time to big cats. He, of course, collects cat sightings. He also goes to landowners' homes where there have been recent sightings to let them know what to look out for and what to do in case of contact. He talks at conferences and holds lectures on the topic. Rick says that in 2000, he had his own experience. He had stepped outside of a rural rural, rural hotel (laughs) he was having a meeting at and saw a big cat just trotting along the property line. Wow. Since then, he was hooked. Minter has this to say about his hobby. Quote, we're not a bunch of nutters, deluded, pushing some (laughs) cranky nonsense. We have to be careful. (laughs) We have to be Careful we're not gullible. Whatever the circumstances of the report, we're thinking, does it tick the boxes? These are clearly the people you want to get into contact with if you have an experience. But Reddit is also a fun place to go. Oh, Reddit is the best (laughs) place to go. (laughs) There are many threads on Reddit that mention British big cats. But I found one interesting all on its own it was basically someone wanting to see if anyone had heard of anyone releasing their pets in the 70s and then somehow it turned into americans talking about their experiences with big cats (laughs) first of all of course yeah first of all mountain lions are a thing in the u.s yes have they moved into all states probably not no. It is possible that they are in some states but haven't been recognized officially. Yes. Yes. 
Britain doesn't have big cats living anywhere officially. Sure, the European wildcat, but that thing is barely bigger than my honey buns. (laughs) My honey buns. (laughs) She's just, by the way, honey buns is just chilling back there. This whole episode, she's just walking around. She did just do a little flip in the carpet for one second. She thinks she is a big cat. She definitely does. (laughs) There was also one that said that their state That in their state, they have jaguars, but they said it like they were told it from a two-year-old that said there was a monster on the bed. Like, (laughs) we have Boogeyman now, apparently. Oh, goodness. (laughs) All righty. It just cracked me up. I did learn from this thread that there is a podcast called Big Cat Conversations that I remember... That I recommend checking out if you are interested in this story. Personally, I haven't listened to them, but I believe the Reddit user when they called them fantastic. (laughs) So that is what I've got for you today. Probably could have been a 50 parter if I would have included all the eyewitness accounts I read. It's very odd to have an overflow of personal experiences. It was kind of (laughs) nice. Yeah, I honestly didn't think there would be that many personal experiences for this story. Or gobs. I was wondering what you were saying where you were like, there's so much information. (laughs) And I was like, how? Like, how do you make so much information out of I saw a big cat in Britain, you know? Well, you saw a bunch of different cats, different paws, different poops, different carcasses. Um, So what do you think of the British big cats? That's freaking awesome. <laughs> I mean, I feel any way it goes, I feel kind of bad for them because they're clearly not supposed to be there. But yes, I mean, I'd probably shit my pants if I saw one in person unless they were some distance away. <laughs> It'd be really exciting to see them some distance away. It would be. But, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. What about the weird shitometer? I'm going to put it on a four because they don't belong in Britain. That is weird. Yeah. But also humans are shitbags and, you know, (laughs) probably a few were released. And I definitely, since there are so many stories, I I 100% believe that at least one of these people have seen an actual big cat. Oh, and but four just because they're also not really paranormal or no. like unnatural they're they're unnatural in the way they're not <laughs> supposed to be there but they're not like yeah you know what i'm trying they're to say a, i can't think about they're a cryptid you can believe in yeah well because they're not cryptids yeah they're well they're real to, animals to britain they're cryptid because they're they don't exist i mean <laughs> I guess that's true. They they they, they, they don't are belong on there. cryptid lists. Yeah, that I would interesting. I would probably put it as a two. It's not weird enough to me. I can see it being a right. thing. It would really only take one male finding one female to get the entire thing snowballing into a secret big cat <laughs> society. <laughs> that's very true. I do have one question though. Why have no cat carcasses been found? 
Google Ooh. Google tells me the average lifespan of big cats, at least the ones in question, are around 10 to 15 years. So if they released all their pets in the 70s, why have we not found a carcass? That is, that's a very, very good question. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, maybe we did and I just need someone to tell me about it because I didn't see it on the stories. Right. So, what do you guys think about it? Are there big cats prowling around Britain? Have you seen one? Did you find big cat bones? Tell us. While you are at it, tell us about the weird shit happening in your life. If you missed it, we had our first listener submission episode and we would like to have more. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. (laughs) But we need your help with that. Tell us, please. Tell us about the time you were infected with demon venom that split your reality in two. In one reality, you were in a mental hospital surrounded by doctors and your parents telling you that in the other reality, where you fought demons, had a vampire boyfriend, and a witchy best friend, wasn't real, and you needed to kill everyone in that alternative reality to come back to your real life. Or... Wow, (laughs) Buffy. Yeah. Or there was that time you and a couple of friends were under a Dream Lord spell and he put you in two life-threatening scenarios and made you choose which one was real. But the only way to choose was to die in the other one. But if you died in the wrong scenario, you were really dead forever. Or maybe you just... Is that the Matrix? No. It's a uh, what was that? Doctor Who. Oh, or maybe you just want to tell us about that time you heard something under your bed. <laughs> you could do that <laughs> by writing us on our form on our email, or I mean, not our email. I always mess this part up. Words. We have a form on our website mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at thisislegendpod.com that you could fill out, or you can write us directly to our email at thisislegendpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on our social media, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at thisislegendpod. So keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Goodbye. Peace out. Peace out.